1: What's up, everybody? and Welcome to another episode of Wrestling with Jonas. This is episode 96, so we're rapidly approaching the magical 100th episode. That'll be in the next couple of weeks. But this is episode 96, and I've got a special guest uh, that I'll be introducing very, very soon. Uh, This episode is quite an important episode. It's going to be covering quite a few important topics, especially if you're a WWE or an NXT fan. We're going to be looking at the Royal Rumble, which takes place in a couple of days' time. And uh, we're going to be covering Worlds Collide as well. In between all of that, we're going to be looking at this week's NXT on the USA Network and AEW Dynamite, uh, which was on the, uh, the Norwegian Pearl out in the Bahamas. Lucky people, if you're on that ship, um, I know one or two people that were and We'll talk about that a bit later on. But we've got a lot to talk about. Just one plug I want to throw out there before I, I introduce my special guest today, and that's to go and visit our website wrestlingwithjonas.com, where you can find links to all of our social media pages, uh, our full archive of podcasts, interviews, vlogs, articles from our team of writers, daily news updates on this wonderful world of professional wrestling, and so much more. So go and check it out. That's wrestlingwithjonas.com. It's a uh, wrestling with is all in one place uh, and now that leads me brilliantly to introduce my special guest for this episode of wrestling with Jonas and I want to introduce uh, Rob from the Bob Culture podcast so Rob uh, good evening where you are it's, it's kind of early hours of the morning over here in the UK uh-huh. but uh, good evening uh, where you are in in the states uh, how are uh-huh. you rob uh-huh.
0: I'm great, man. And thank you, Jonas for having me on the show. I'm a big fan of your show. Uh, your website's also fantastic. Thank you guys you. do a great job uh, as far as your coverage, especially with the match coverage. I listened to recently your um, UK NXT Blackpool review. That was yeah. fantastic. You guys are calling all the spots. It's a great show. So I, I'm honored to be here uh, featured yeah, on your show, fun. man. I'm, I'm a huge fan.
1: Oh, thank you very much. Well, I've become a bit of a fan of yours. I've caught up with uh, quite a few of your podcasts, but uh, thank you for agreeing to be a guest on on this very important episode. So, we've got a lot to cover then, Rob. Uh, but before we do, um, one thing I like to do when we have a new guest on that we haven't had before is to get a little bit, uh, get to know uh, a bit more about our guest and to get a bit to know a bit more about you then, Rob. Uh, so, tell us a little bit about uh, your podcast. I mentioned earlier it was the Bob Culture podcast podcast uh so uh how long have you been podcasting for how did you come up with a name for your podcast and and kind of tell us about some of the features and some of the cool stuff that you're doing on your podcast currently
0: uh well thank you so much man uh, basically yeah the bob culture podcast it's been a pop culture show that kind of evolved into a, a very wrestle heavy show but we do a lot of pop culture stuff film reviews as well um, it's been great experience, you know, connecting with a lot of great podcasters like yourself, uh, the Queen of NE, uh, yeah. a bunch of great people, just this great uh, Twitter wrestling community that makes stuff like this possible. But I've been doing it for about two and a half years. Long story short, uh, I had been a guest on a lot of podcasts, being in a band, being a drummer first and foremost, uh, not really in front of the microphone as much. Uh, a lot of people had encouraged me along the way to do a podcast. I'd been working on a website, which was very, very difficult and hard, and I know nothing about programming or anything like that and just getting in front of a mic and i have some great people with me guys and gals who know their wrestling they know their movie trivia and just have great personalities these guys carry me that has turned into some great shows with great reviews pay-per-view predictions we have had you know here come the name drops we have had the likes of jake the snake jim ross velvet sky summer ray we've even had a ghostbuster which for me is like amazing i love the ghostbusters (laughs) ernie hudson uh, we got to cover all these cons and wrestling cons and horror cons and events. And it's really turned into something and just just a great, positive, creative outlet uh, where I can connect with people like you, man. It's It's been fantastic. And then the name comes from, uh, you know, you take pop culture. And my buddy, uh, Mike Vacchiano, we call him the Human Rec- Wrestling Encyclopedia, came up with the name The Bob Culture Podcast. So, uh, awesome. yeah, it's pretty cool, man. I, I dig it.
1: And where, where can my listeners uh, find you? I'm guessing you're available on all popular podcast platforms, but uh, do you have any platforms that you uh, like to use in particular? Where can we find you? Uh, where can we find your podcast?
0: Yeah, man. So shameless promo here, but I got to go bobculture.podbean.com. We're on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, um, iHeart, podcast uh, we're all over the place you can follow me at bob culture pod on twitter uh, which is again i keep saying just a great wrestling community where all of us fans connect and all of us great podcasters connect uh, so make sure you follow me follow Joners, follow the queen um, and yeah just great wrestling discussion all week
1: Oh, indeed, indeed. And one one, uh, name that you didn't mention there, one person that you have had the pleasure of interviewing. Now, we spoke about this off air, um, but this is probably the the biggest name drop of all then, Rob, is you've had the pleasure, you've had the honour of interviewing Kurt Angle. So tell us about that interaction, how it all came about. Tell us about uh, your interview with Kurt Angle. Like you say, it's, it's a current signed wwe performer um it, which is very very hard to come by when you're an independent podcaster like us usually we can get hold of uh, retired wrestlers or independent wrestlers but yeah. somebody signed to the wwe is, is a lot more complicated but you manage it yes
0: i did and, and there's a lot of luck and i i thank uh, mr angle for his time he was fantastic Long story short, my goal this year, um, I had spoken to Chris Van Vliet, who we know does all the wrestling interviews. He's great. And I had him on. He was fantastic. And he has the quote, uh, I think vague goals yield vague results. Uh, And it was all about setting goals for yourself. So my goal this year was to interview a contracted WWE superstar, which I have covered events with them and and cons with them. But it's always very hard to get an interview with someone who's under contract, as you said, in WWE. Uh, I caught up with uh, Kurt or Mr. Angle at the HorrorCon here in Atlantic City, New Jersey. I went up to the table expecting a no, and I said... uh, Now, I covered this for... I'm a senior editor for ThePopBreak.com, so I covered it on that site. You can check it out at ThePopBreak.com. Full interviews there with the audio. I said, hello, Mr. Angle, Rob Crother from ThePopBreak.com. Would you mind doing a short interview? Fully expecting a no, he says, well, how long of an interview would you like to do? And to me, I... (laughs) Could have started up and down. I'm like, he's going to say yes. So I said, two minutes, two minutes. You know, I wanted to say the right thing. Uh, We went a little over two minutes. He was fantastic. He had a bunch of positive stuff to say about indie wrestling, Uh, his new role as a backstage producer. He had a lot of nice things to say about Baron Corbin. And he was just fantastic. I can't thank him enough for taking the time. I was there with my father-in-law. He was super nice to him. They were talking about belts. It was so, so cool. Uh, a couple wrestling sites kind of took what he said and spun it and made a, a negative thing. But everything he said was very positive. He had said along the lines of uh, it was hard adjusting for him being in the backstage role as opposed to being in the ring. And it was hard for him to watch. They spun it like, oh, it's hard to hard for Kurt Angle to watch WWE now or it was something like that. Yeah. But uh You know, I'm all about journalistic integrity, and he was fantastic. I can't thank him enough, and everything he said was very positive. So, you know, to just anyone out there, just keep trying. You get a million no's, but you never know who's going to say yes.
1: Absolutely, that's a a lesson for me as well to keep trying and uh, getting these big interviews. But uh, thank you for giving us the the lowdown on on your excellent uh, kind of interaction with Kurt Angle there. That must have been a very special moment for you and one you'll never forget, I'm sure. But uh, uh, we're here to talk mostly about um, NXT, AEW, Worlds Collide. um, But also towards the end of the show, we're going to be doing our predictions our preview of the war rumble pay-per-view now that's one of the pay-per-views i look forward to every single year it gets us officially on the road to wrestlemania it's one of them pay-per-views especially the war rumble matches in particular where you have veterans come back you have surprises uh, you have people wrestle on there from nxt but uh, what does what, what the Royal Rumble pay-per-view mean to you? I'm guessing you've seen many of them. I'm guessing you're a, a childhood wrestling fan. You've kind of grown up watching wrestling. You've always seen uh, Royal Rumble every January. But what does the Royal Rumble mean to you? And uh, can you give us some of your your favorite matches or, or moments or memories from the Royal Rumble throughout the years as a wrestling fan, Rob?
0: That's a great question. So I'm actually um, a late wrestling fan. My my buddy uh, Mike Vagiano, who's a big part of the show and who came up with the name the Bob Culture Podcast. Uh, we've been best friends since we were four He was always watching wrestling And I was always, oh, it's fake, it's fake I was that guy, believe it or not, it's fake You know, the, you know, as you hear growing up And uh, not it's not until I was in college And we were hanging out, he was watching And I was doing something on the computer And I had seen Rey Mysterio flying around the ring And I'm like, this is awesome And uh, Rey Mysterio obviously became my favorite And that kind of opened the door to this, this wrestling community And world and podcasting and all that uh, So the Royal Rumble, as you said is the favorite pay-per-view or event you know the match itself now we have the women's royal rumble which is even more exciting yeah and uh just the, these amazing moments like you said you see a lot of these legends come back you see a lot of returns um we, we can start you know speculating about who's going to come back or who's going to make a debut but that's the most fun part about it when you get down to the final four uh, my favorite moments would be th- there's a running joke where we watch a pay-per-view at my buddy Matt's house, uh, the Enforcer, the anti Smark on the show. And every time we watch something at his house, like even WrestleMania, like someone returns, like the Hardys returned when we watch it at <laughs> his house. And Rey Mysterio came back in the Rumble. So for me, like all those moments, those are like my favorite Rumble moments. And then obviously I'd have to go back to Rey winning the Rumble in 2006, uh, the yeah. ultimate underdog. You know, that's my guy. So um, yeah, Matt, what are your favorite? I'm just curious, what, what are your favorite? Oh, favorites?
1: well... What, i've got to say the royal rumble 92 1992 yeah. when uh, rick flair won that uh, uh amazing match it was a star-studded royal rumble There all the big names from the wwf back then were in this royal rumble from cbs yeah. hulk hogan uh R- rowdy Roddy piper Sergeant a rick flair the undertaker and so many more it's such a fantastic uh match and a really good show all in all to be honest with you but um it was that show that really cemented my kind of love for professional wrestling. I came across it maybe a year or so before, um, but I was watching VHS tapes from a friend. Uh, but then when I caught, but when i kind of clapped eyes on on the royal rumble 92 that really cemented it for me and completely hooked me from then so the 92 rumble has a special place in my heart now which was the rumble where you had batista and john cena go over the rope at the same time was that uh, 95 or no, 2005 or 2006 one of those but that was a really special yeah. moment that was a really special rumble purely because of the way it ended as well and you had I think they went over by mistake, didn't they? I think that uh, Batista was meant to have eliminated John Cena. They accidentally went over, tumbled over, touched the floor at the same time. This led all the officials coming out. Then Vince McMahon did his Vince McMahon strut out to the ring and he managed to <laughs> tore both uh, pectorals or, or, uh, uh, as yeah, he was getting into the ring. Do you remember that? And uh, he yeah. was there sitting on the floor. But that was quite a memorable moment. Uh, but uh, so many great moments when uh, Kevin Nash or Diesel came back as a legend and Booker uh, T and Goldust. I love it when the legends come back as well. But uh, I'm really looking forward to talking about this year's Royal Rumble because harking back. Back to the 92 rumble i said it was very star-studded this year's rumble is very reminiscent of that as far as being very star-studded having all the big names on there and lots of intrigue as to what might or might not happen so i can't wait to talk to you about uh, the 2020 war rumble a little bit later on then rob but uh, we're going to kick off this show by talking about this week's nxt so uh, you've okay. caught up on this week's nxt in some of high now it was a very good show there was a lot going on and uh, NXT very rarely disappoints, to be honest with you, and uh, um, this week saw the, the Grizzled Young Veterans defeat Undisputed ear in the first semi-final of the Dusty Rose Tag Team Classic um, uh, after the Grizzled Young Veterans hit their ticket-to-mayhem combo in a hard-fought match, a really good match between these two teams, uh, thanks partly to uh, uh, an appearance from Walter and his uh, Imperium cronies uh, up in a balcony area, yeah. which kind of uh, d- distracted the wrestlers in the ring, and allow Drake and Gibson to get the uh, the pinfall there, go through to the final. In the second semi-final, we had Matt Riddle and Pete Dunne. Uh, they went over Marcel Barthel and Fabian Eichner um, from Imperium. And another really thrilling semi-final match in the Dusty Classic. Uh, no shenanigans this time around, just excellent tag team action. So the final of the Dusty Rose Tag Team Classic then, Rob, is going to see Matt Riddle and Pete Dunne go up against the grizzled young veterans. Uh, so three out of the four there from the UK scene, as you're probably aware, and this is going to take place on next week's NXT. Uh, there was a fun exchange uh, between the four wrestlers after the match when they all stood on the on the rampway and uh, and uh, Gibson uh, gave Gave the, the Bros awaits a, a new and maybe more appropriate team name of uh, joint manipulation. Uh, so that yeah. was kind of a bit of a dig at Matt Riddle, which I thought was quite fun there. So, Rob, looking at next week's Dusty Rose Tag Team Classic Final, you've got the Grizzled Young Veterans on one side, Pete Dunne and Matt Riddle on the other. Do you have a particular favorite? Who do you think might come out on top in that match? And uh, one other quick question. Being from from uh, New Jersey, from the States, uh, do you find it difficult to understand Zach Gibson's accent? Uh, I know I do, and I'm a fellow Brit, but as an American, do you, do, do, do you, do you grasp the Liverpudlian accent uh, as well as I do?
0: <laughs> I, 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 I do, um, I, and I get what you're saying, but yes, yes I do. Uh, they're all fantastic competitors. <laughs> It's it's strange. I think someone had pointed out the the stat where you kind of have these, you know, they call them strange bedfellow tag teams or these singles competitors that are put together. Whereas you have more of the natural tag team with the grizzled young veterans who I'm now more familiar with and have been very impressed with versus, you know, the huge names, the Pete Dunn and the Matt Riddles. Um, right. I used to be when Matt Riddle came into NXT and had the feud with Cassie Sono, I was covering. um a lot of the takeover events, and I was very hard on Riddle. Uh, I was not impressed with him, with Cassius Ono and he has just come a long way. His strides, his matches with Adam Cole, um, he has just really won me over and um, really made me put my foot in my mouth. But he's been fantastic. Pete Dunne, the Bruiserweight—I mean, what what can you say? He's fantastic. On paper, you think these guys are going to win. You're going to have the weights as they call them, which is which is incredible. Um, <laughs> You, you have, like I was saying, you have these strange bedfellow tag teams like Ricochet and Aleister Black, two of yeah. my personal favorites, uh, that were just kind of thrown together for the tournament, and they were great together. Um, you well, have Samoa Deadpool, Joe and
1: Finn Balor, they were the first Justy Classic uh, winners, of course, and they were thrown together a makeshift tag team.
0: And you, that was literally the next thing I was going to yeah. say, man. Same brain, man. Great minds. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: but, uh, so it, It's... On paper, it looks like it's gonna be the Broser weights. At the same time, I could see it not going that way. And then you have an automatic great feud between Pete Dunn and Matt Riddle. That I mean, come on, cool. that would yeah, be cool. Awesome. Uh, and I would like to see like the more natural tag team, the the grizzled young veterans get it. Um, you know, as as I always say on my show, the real winners the fans. But um, I'm gonna go uh, Matt Riddle and Pete Dunn. Just yeah. uh, as NXT stables, man. I'm curious your, your thought.
1: Well, I, I like your other alternative scenario where uh, the Grizzle Young veterans win, and it could lead to a little bit of a feud between Matt Riddle and Pete Dunne. I think that would be quite a fascinating match. And uh, neither of them really have, uh, like say, a few set up in the singles competition yet on NXT. So maybe to go up against one another could be uh, some quite interesting matches, uh, whether they're uh, both tweeners or both baby faces, or maybe one of them could turn heel. But that could be quite an interesting scenario but uh, regardless of whether that happens or not I'm going for a GYV the Grizzled Young Veterans uh, next okay. week or at least I hope so big fan of those I've seen them live quite a few times and I'd like to see them win and uh, it would add a bit more uh, credibility to the NXT UK brand as well I suppose but uh, we'll have to see that's uh, that's next Wednesday on NXT uh Also on this week's NXT, we saw Finn Balor. He quickly disposed of Joaquin Wilde and then Shayna Baszler defeated Shotzi Blackheart. Now, I know that you're a fan of Shotzi Blackheart. Um, You you said that your your Hulu feed didn't quite show uh, everything you wanted to see of Shotzi, but uh, how long have you been a fan of Shotzi Blackheart? Then I mean, she seems to be making some inroads on uh, NXT and making a bit of a name for herself, being in a a bit of a mini feud with Shayna Baszler. That's not a bad way to start your NXT career, really, is it?
0: No, not at all. And and she's like coming right out of the gate. I'm so happy for that. First of all, I didn't even know Finn fought this week. That must have been cut out of my Hulu feed.
1: I reckon so. I reckon so. I saw
0: the Shotzi stuff and I'm like, I didn't see this. I had to find the match on YouTube this week. Big Shotzi fan. Evolve comes to the greater Brooklyn, New York area. Um, And Shotzi was uh, actually uh, another name drop here, but was going to do an interview with us. She was so nice and fantastic. This was right after she got signed to NXT. And uh, we had done an interview with an indie wrestler. We were walking over to her and the security for the venue uh, kicked us out. And I was (laughs) devastated. I'm telling my editor, I was like, she was great. She was going to do the interview. But uh, regardless, she's fantastic in the ring. I mean, oozes charisma. She's got a great Uh, look. A great look. uh, A look. green hair. (laughs) The green hair, the look, uh, the black heart, obviously a tribute to Joan Jett and the black hearts. A big rocker. And uh, just her throwing Shayna over the rope a couple weeks ago, just a huge kind of, de- not quite her debut. She debuted right before Christmas, I believe. Yeah. But what, what an entrance for her! And her having this match, it was a little bit of a squash match, but uh, she did get a hit her spot. And just what a way to come out! Thrilled to see her in the picture, and um, you know she's a, you know she's a lightning rod right now. It, it's gonna go great for her in, in the match with Shayna Baszler already. I mean, come on. Uh, you, you can't beat that.
1: She's got a great future ahead of her. And uh, I, I don't know if you caught the finish to a match uh, with Shayna Baszler, but she she fought and she fought and she fought. And she didn't give up to the Carafuda yes. cut straight away. You know, it took uh, a second go for Shayna to hook it in before Shotzi, uh, well, virtually passed out and then tapped out. Um, but so that was a really fun match. And I think that uh, they're going to push Shotzi to the moon. I, I really hope so anyway. But um, yeah. I, I just want your, your quick thoughts on Shayna because she's been on the nxt brand for about three years now and uh, most of us thought she was ready to go on to either you know raw or smackdown well over a year ago to be honest with you rob why do you think that move hasn't happened yet uh, and, and why do you think shayna is, is still on nxt and you know uh, i mean when when should the move happen when do you think it's going to be the right time 2020 has to be the, the year when we see shayna up against some fresh competition surely That's
0: a fantastic question, man. Really great. Uh, So she just lost the belt. She's been there forever. So we had to have this dominant long title reign. Now, these NXT guys and gals, they love being there. You know, think about the schedule. Think about the travel. She's been the face of the women's division. Heck, been the face of that brand for a long time. Shayna Baszler is unstoppable. She's part of a great faction. She's had one of the longest title reigns. Uh Rhea Ripley getting that win, I thought was the right call. You know, uh same thing. We'll I'm sure we'll talk about Keith Lee as well. I think that was the right call. But you have her now. She's not in like, you know, they kind of got rid of the rematch thing, which I'm kind of cool with. Now now everyone's having rematches. She was kind of off TV after she lost the title. Now she's kind of back on TV, kind of like we said, giving Shotzi that that spotlight a little bit. Yeah. I think the time is very soon. And, uh, you know, not to fast forward too much, but let's be honest here. She's definitely going. I don't even want to say to the main roster because, you know, NXT, like you, is, is one of my favorites. I, yeah, I think it's more of best. a
1: sideways move nowadays, isn't it? Yeah,
0: exactly. So I don't yeah. want to say she'll get called up, but I see her making the move very soon. And let's be honest, I wouldn't be surprised to see Shayna Baszler in that Royal Rumble match as a heavy favorite. And that might be so. the move right there.
1: Yeah, I hope so. And then we head into this week's uh, NXT main event. It was Roderick Strong defending his NXT North American Championship against Keith Lee. This was another really fun match. Uh, The the odds, however, were heavily stacked against Lee with uh, Cole, Fish and O'Reilly getting involved uh, from ringside when the referee's back was turned, of course. Uh, Dastardly heels that they are. Uh, The match focused heavily on on Strong uh, going after Keith Lee's uh, damaged left ankle yes after last week's attack from the undisputed era um with, with roddy getting the lion's share of the offense during this match um after but after overcoming so much of strong's offense it was keith lee who delivered his these uh fireman's jackhammer um, i can't remember exactly what he calls it but uh, a fireman jackhammer i, I think is what uh, Nigel McGuinness described it as he hooked the leg one two three new nxt north american champion keith lee he's had an amazing last few months especially you know Know, the way that he was featured in the Survivor Series match, everything uh, since then on NXT, the build up to this fantastic match, and then the fantastic match against Roddy Strong this Wednesday on NXT. Um, so, after this thrilling match, we had all four members of Imperium. They came out, they surrounded the ring uh, before getting into an all out brawl with all four members of Undisputed Era, uh, setting up their big match uh, this Saturday, tomorrow night, as we speak uh, at Worlds Collide. So, Then, Rob, um, I don't know if this made you wince as it made me wince, but that chop from Walter that sent Adam Cole into stratosphere he kind of he turned him inside out almost now rob i have to ask you before i t- kind of get your thoughts on this match how much would you have to be paid to be chopped like that by walter um is, is there any money that you would be prepared to kind of say yes a million dollars two million dollars and i'll take a chop from walter will you ever take a chop from walter if the money was right
0: i think you know a two million sounds good that sounds like <laughs> right, right? I, I do i regret it <laughs> That was insane, and, and Adam Cole oh, yeah. selling it uh, was, was amazing. He kind of did like a backflip just from the chop. Uh, we know how brutal those chops are from him. Uh, I, I will say this. Uh, I, I like the match between Keith Lee and Roddy Strong. Yeah. I, I had tweeted earlier that day. I think I tagged Triple H. Clearly, he saw it. No, he didn't. But uh, <laughs> my, my point being, I said, like, don't sleep on Keith Lee. Like, it's hot right now. Pull yeah. the trigger on this. Like, Strong we have the, the prophecy. Spot. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Uh, We have the prophecy where the uh, UE is dripping in gold. Now I I could see Roddy being